And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds of the sea obey him? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the host with the most. They are the ones in the captain's chair. They're behind the wheel, and they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome to His Hard Line. Let me just make a quick little adjustment on my mic. Just one moment. Let's see. I think that sounds a little bit better. Good deal. Okay, yeah. I was trying to adjust some stuff on my mic. Oh, trying to adjust some stuff here on my mic. Uh, I think I got what I want there. Okay, good deal. I tell you, sometimes sometimes you got to make those adjustments. So anyways, it is April 27th, 2023. It's Thursday. So happy Thursday, everybody. I hope everybody's having a good day so far. Um, like I said, today is an earlier show. Um I apologize for not putting it out there on Telegram and True Social a lot sooner, um, but just, you know, I just got busy because right after I got done with work, I went to go grab, went to go to my silver dealer to go buy some silver to see what he had in stock. I was able to buy uh, some silver eagles and some other rounds that he had, um, was able to buy some uh, some Trump heads, actually. He had some Trump rounds, which, you know, n he never has. So I was able to scarf up 35 ounces of those and and some commemorative, you know, coins, some stuff from the mint. And, you know, just I, I like the stack here, you know, just it's it's good to do. It's a hedge against the failing dollar. So 
I just didn't think about, like I said, posting the show a little sooner. But uh, but anyway, here we are, because like I said, today is Thursday. We have a Michigan General Jural Assembly uh, conference call at 730. And then after that, we have our National Assembly call. That happens at 9, which, by the way, if anybody wants to attend that, um, you can find the information and the phone number for that at national-assembly.net. That's national-assembly.net. So today we're going to be reading, uh, on this episode 525, we're going to be reading Genesis 43. We'll have a little summary, and then we're going to close this out, and we'll do another quick show. It won't be the typical long show, uh, again, because conference call starts at 730. I still haven't eaten dinner yet. And so, yeah, we're a little bit pressed for time. So we're going to get rocking and rolling. So chapter 43 out of the New American Bible. So uh, revised edition, that's my preferred one that I like to read. Um, And before I get started, let me pull something up real quick because I have to always do this now going forward. It makes me feel better and I cover all my bases. So like I said, a little disclaimer, as I always state periodically on the show, I am not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a financial advisor. You'll go broke if you follow my financial advice. Um, I'm also not a pastor, priest, deacon, or biblical scholar, just a truck driver, guys, that just likes to read my Bible. I'm not a bar lawyer. I don't give out legal advice, so don't take it from me. I'm not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assemblies. Additionally, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other material, as I am from BibleRef and BibleGateway.com. So there we go. Okay, we're going to get rocking and rolling here. Um, just need my window. Okay, so now, yesterday, so yesterday what we read was uh, you know, um, the brothers, they ended up, uh, coming to get grain from Egypt. Right. And they saw their brother Joseph, but they didn't realize that, that he was, it was his brother Joseph because he had now kind of acclimated to the Egyptians. He kind of, you know, he looked, looked, uh, talked like them, looked like them, uh, everything. Right. So he was very unrecognizable, but Joseph recognized them. So now we're going to talk about, we're going to get into the second journey to Egypt. Because remember, the brothers went back to bring the grain. And he said, if you want to get your other brother back, please bring my, you know, bring your younger brother to me. So I know that you're truthful and I know that you're not spies. So now we're going to get into the second journey to Egypt. So starting with verse one in chapter 43, by the way, in Genesis chapter 43, it reads, now the famine in the land grew severe. So when they had used up all the grain they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, go back and buy us a little more food. But Judah replied, the man strictly warned us, you shall not see me unless your brother is with you. If you are willing to let our brother go with us, we will go down to buy food for you. But if you're not willing, we will not go down because the man told us, you shall not see me unless your brother is with you. Israel demanded, why did you bring this trouble on me, telling the man that you had another brother? And they answered, well, the man kept asking about us and our family. Is your father still living? Do you have another brother? We answered him accordingly. How could we know that he would say, bring your brother down here? Then Judah urged his father Israel, let the boy go with me, that we may be that we may be off and on our way. And if you and we and our children are to keep from starving to death, I myself will serve as a guarantee for him. You can hold me responsible for him. If I fail to bring him back and set him before you, I will bear the blame before you forever. Had we not delayed, we could have been there and back twice by now. Israel, their father, then told them, 
if you must be so, or if it must be so, then do this. Put some of the land's best products in your baggage and take them down to the man as gifts, some balm and honey, gum and resin and pistachios and almonds. Also take double the money along for you must return the amount that was put back into the mouths of your bags. It may have been a mistake. Take your brother too and be off on your way back to the man. May God Almighty grant you mercy in the presence of the man so that he may let you, your other brother, go as well as Benjamin. As for me, if I am to suffer bereavement, I shall suffer it. So the men took those gifts and doubled the money and Benjamin, and they made their way down to Egypt and presented themselves before Joseph. Now, when Joseph saw them and Benjamin, he told his steward, take the men into the house and have an animal slaughtered and prepared, for they are to dine with me at noon. Now, doing as Joseph had ordered, the steward conducted the men to Joseph's house. But they became apprehensive when they were led to his house. It must be, they thought, on account of the money put back into our bags the first time that we are taken inside in order to attack us and take our donkeys and seize us as slaves. So they went up to Joseph Stewart and talked to him at the entrance of the house. If you please, sir, they said. We came down here once before to buy food, but when we arrived at a night's encampment and opened our bags, there was each man's money in the mouth of his bag, our money in the full amount. We have now brought it back. We have brought other money to buy food. We do not know who put our money in our bags. And he replied, calm down. Do not fear. Your God and the God of your father must have put treasure in your bags for you. As for your money, I received it. With that, he led Simeon out to them. The steward then brought the men inside Joseph's house, and he gave them water to wash their feet and gave fodder to their donkeys. Then they set out their gifts to await Joseph's arrival at noon, for they had heard that they were to dine there. When Joseph came home, they presented him with the gifts that they had brought inside while they bowed down before him to the ground. After inquiring how they were, he asked them, And how is your aged father of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? Your servant, our father, is still alive and doing well, they said, as they knelt and bowed down. Then Joseph looked up and saw Benjamin, his brother, and the son of his mother. He asked, Is this your youngest brother of whom you told me? Then he said to him, May God be gracious to you, my son. With that, Joseph hurried out, for he was to overcome He was so overcome with affection for his brother that he was on the verge of tears. So he went into a private room and wept there. Now, after washing his face, he reappeared and now, having collected himself, gave the order, serve the meal. It was served separately to him, to the brothers, and to the Egyptians who partook of of his board. Egyptians may not eat with Hebrews. That is abhorrent to them. And when they were seated before him, according to their age, from the oldest to the youngest, they looked at one another in amazement. And as portions were brought to them from Joseph's table, Benjamin's portion was five times as large as anyone else's. So they drank freely and made merry with him. And that is the reading of Genesis chapter 43, verses 1 through 34. Now, what did we read here? So like I said, the previous chapter ended with Jacob's insistence that he would not allow his beloved youngest son, Benjamin, to be taken to Egypt, right, with his brothers. And he was willing to leave Simeon in prison there 
rather than risk seeing Benjamin come to harm. Ouch. Now, this continues a pattern of outrageous favoritism that started with Jacob's own parents and continued into his own life. Now, some time had passed since and you know, since the 10 oldest sons came back with the grain and the money that they thought they had paid for it. Now, the famine got worse. It raged on, and the family's food stores were getting dangerously low once again. Now, Jacob finally tells his sons to go buy more food from Egypt. And speaking on behalf of his brothers, Judah must remind their father that they cannot buy food in Egypt if they do not return with Benjamin. Now, the Egyptian ruler insisted on it, and taking a bold stand, Judah flatly refuses to go if Benjamin does not go. So Jacob lashes out, blaming his sons for even mentioning Benjamin to the Egyptian governor. It's not clear how many time, you know, how much time had passed, but it's been long enough that the situation goes from bad to worse, and so the family is on the verge of starvation. Now, pressing the issue, Judah sways his father in two ways. First, he points out that the family, including the little ones and Benjamin, will all die without food from Egypt. Now, the second was Judah offers his own life as a pledge of safety for Benjamin, committing to be responsible if anything should happen to his younger brother, youngest brother. And so Jacob can either let everyone die, including his youngest son, or he can send the entire group to see if they can obtain food. So finally, Jacob agrees. He orders his sons to take a gift for the Egyptian ruler, along with double the amount of the money needed to cover the cost of both their last purchase of grain and the next new one. And so finally, he prays to God Almighty for his mercy for his sons, right? So soon, Jacob's sons find themselves bowing down before Egyptian ruler once again except this time with Benjamin at their side. Now, the men still do not realize this powerful man is their estranged brother. And Joseph, whom they sold into slavery 20 years earlier, this fulfills, again, one of the prophetic dreams for which Joseph's older brothers hated him for. So Joseph orders his house steward to bring them to his home, prepare them for a noon meal, and at first, they were afraid that Joseph means that, you know, that his intentions were to probably ambush him for stealing their, you know, for, for stealing during their last trip. And the brothers, you know, were assured by his steward that God himself put the money back in their packs and that the steward releases their imprisoned brother Simeon to them. Now, when Joseph arrives, the brothers present him with their gifts of goods from Canaan. And Joseph takes special interest in their youngest brother, offering a blessing for him. Overwhelmed with emotion, you know, it was said right here that we read that Joseph had to leave, go into a separate private room and, and cry before returning back to them. Now, the banquet guests are seated separately and according to Egyptian tradition. But Joseph then seems to test his brother's jealousy by giving the youngest Benjamin five times the portion given to the others. Now, as it happens, everyone seems happy and the meal proceeds with great joy. Now, the understanding at this time is that all 11 brothers were seated, or excuse me, were sent back to Canaan with the full sacks of grain. And things are going better for Joseph's brother, brothers than any of them could even hope for. So Joseph has one last test in mind. However, 
before revealing his identity, which we're going to get into on Saturday, um, which again, that show will be at, mm, that show might be at six or six 30. I'm not sure. Cause that's the day I'm going to have Wisconsin Annie and Brock on at seven. So I might do a, a quick Bible reading, um, either at six 30 or I'm not sure when I'm still not sure what I'm going to do then, but I do know this for sure. We're going to have Wisconsin Annie and Brock from the Wisconsin general general assembly on at 7 PM uh, Eastern daylight time on Saturday. So anyways, that is the summary of Genesis chapter 43. And so, yeah, he ends up, uh, he's going to end up, you know, Joseph's going to end up testing them one more time. So he's going to send them back once more. And I did skip ahead to read because I was curious. And uh, yeah, we're going to find out what happens either on Saturday or Sunday. We're not sure yet. Um, but yeah, it's going to be PM, Rietta. Um, it's because I got to work on Saturday. So it's definitely be PM. It's not going to be any morning show. Um, and I'll try to post something a little earlier in advance. I will do my best to do that. Okay. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to close this out in prayer, and then we're going to open up the next show. The next show is going to be pretty short. It's not going to be real long. Um, I do have a little disco for you guys, but it, I don't feel like it's appropriate for the Bible show. Okay? just You'll know what I mean when I play it. <laughs> so we're going to end this in prayer, okay? So Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you so very much for this time and this day together. Thank you for all that you do for us and many blessings that you bring forward to us and our family. We thank you for the gift of work. Thank you for the beautiful weather that we're experiencing. Um, really appreciate just all that you do for us. And we just ask for all the quiet prayers that are in people's hearts that you may know what those prayers are and that you may answer them in kind and in a hopefully good timing for them. I know everything happens in your good timing, but we do ask that if you can expedite some of these people's prayers and 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 just be there for them and love on them. That'd be great. I pray for my buddy, Brandon. Um, I just pray for him and his family and the struggles that they're going through. Just be with him, walk with him. He knows you're working on him. He knows you have a plan in, in store for him. We just pray that you work with him during this tough period in his life. And we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to close this out and then we'll do another quick show on the other side. Give me a couple minutes. God bless. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? You of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds of the sea obey him?
Oh, shit.